0: Happy Valentine's Day, mate.
1: Happy Valentine's Day, man. It's good to do this with you on this day. Oh, it feels like the perfect, perfect podcast it does. for me. The
0: lights are dim. <coughs> um, the mood lighting's on. Half a beer. Half a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, happy Valentine's to anyone listening to a new series of my Ooh. beautiful dark <laughs> listed fantasy. A podcast where two friends and music enthusiasts face off against the mighty editors at Rolling Stone magazine. And after a successful prologue, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've had a little bit of a rethinking, a bit of a reformation of the pod. A rebranding. Yeah, we rebranding works. Um, and yeah, so we're actually switching lists for any of you fans that have been following us, expecting Hendrix.
1: We and, apologize. Uh, we're just going to ignore the collective sigh we've just heard from every listener um as they realize that they're not (laughs) going to get to hear their favorite podcasters review their favorite albums i'm afraid we've changed it up this time around but
0: hold on hold on on that yeah this is not to say that we won't eventually cover no i mean depending on the success
1: yeah depending on the success of this series this new series that Podbean has recently decided to fund us uh doing uh we may return to that other list but for now uh, we felt it was the right time to change. Um, yeah. And so do you, want, do you want to introduce us to the new list that we're, that we're going through?
0: Yeah, so it's not too too um, off the beaten track. Sticking with Rolling Stone, because we still think they're suspect. But we're actually going for the top 100 albums of the last decade. The 2010s is the official name of the list. Yeah. Uh, we had a look at it and we thought, you know what, this is it's more poetic. We can actually give context to these albums because we were alive when they came out mostly. And look, we've been talking about albums and we've been trying our best to cover an album in a week. These, these yeah. great albums, but we feel like we're not giving them perhaps the justice that uh, they deserve.
2: Yeah.
1: And, uh, it's, it's not only a difficult process for us in the way that we feel like we're not giving, uh, as good a podcast excuses, as we
0: excuses. We're,
1: <laughs> we also just feel like, uh, for listeners, uh, I mean, mainly our listeners are people similar to us, our age. Yeah. This is a new form of media. Podcasting. You think oldies listen to podcasts? Very rare.
0: Look, look, we're not ageist, but... No. (laughs) But...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this is definitely a better choice for us financially. Yes, Um, indeed, indeed, indeed. (laughs) uh, So, yeah, we are kicking off this new series with uh, a bit of a bang.
0: Yeah, we are, we are. Before we get... To that okay. a little bit more housekeeping. Okay, we'll go again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So the 2010s, I think it also adds a little bit of a facet for us. Like we um, we were alive for a lot of these when they came out. We can give background as to sort of how we felt when they came out. Perhaps when we first listened to it when we were younger. Yeah. Uh, even though a lot of these albums we haven't listened to st- even still, um, but there are quite a few that we know, which is more entertaining for us. And probably for listeners at home, because we feel like people listening have also heard the ones that we have, because they're just fam- the more famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, given the fact that these came out after the birth of YouTube. Um, we can now just watch the Needle Drops uh, reviews <laughs> and just give our opinions based on his. So it makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's a lot easier process. I've actually, ten- I, I don't actually listen to the albums anymore. I simply just watch the review Fantano. by Fantano. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I know uh, whether I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, positive about it or not.
0: And uh, obviously, same as before, if anyone's listening, play on at home, you know, get involved and give us a follow. On uh, mbdlf underscore podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Also, a little bit of housekeeping. We want to explain the wildcards for series two. Uh, do you want to let them know what that is, mate?
1: Yeah, so basically, uh, the wildcard format stays the same. Each yes. five episodes, yes. we're going to be bringing in uh, an album that we think uh, should be in the top 100. Ooh, that's
2: yes. Dope.
1: <laughs> that is real dope. Timbo. It is. Timbo, thanks. Uh, um, and... Uh, we feel like this will be a lot better for us now because a lot of the albums that we wanted to bring in, we felt were probably uh, worth bringing into this list, whereas a to actually to bring, to bring in one of our albums and be like, this is one of the best albums of all time. It's a little bit When harder. we had very uh, little experience in the rest of the list already, we felt that this is just a far more... Um, a Accessible. Safe, it's uh, a safer choice. Safer choice. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to put our necks on the line, basically. <laughs> Uh no, but this will be uh this'll be, a, this'll be a, a lot better, we feel. Right, so number one hundred. <laughs> Let's go. And we're kicking off uh on the theme of albums that we know with an album. <laughs> we, with an have album, no album we have no idea about no idea about. And it's uh the war on drugs with a deeper understanding.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so obviously I went straight for the Fantana review and I noticed <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I we had a conversation off air um off air as we do. Uh, sorry, fans. Yeah. No, we don't speak but, of that. No, uh, we talked about the the like the dislike to like ratio on yeah. um, Fantano's review of uh, Lil Pumps, Magnum Opus, Gucci Gang, <laughs> and uh, how he got slated for it. And I had a look, and the dislikes on his review of this, Yeah. it was like 50 50 down the middle.
1: Right, I didn't watch his review on this. What, I, I, what, I did what, have a little. What did he say? I can't lie, we were joking, but I did have a look. <laughs> Why what did not? he say? What did he say?
0: You <laughs> thought it was average. He, shit, he gave it like a five. Shit, 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 yes, I know. I know. I know. Just I know. Take, ah, can you reform an opinion yeah, in uh, five minutes?
1: I don't know. Well, <laughs> I just I just closed my notes, deleted it. Um, yeah, no, I've that's interesting. It is interesting. This is it is interesting. Yeah, anyway, he time. got
0: slated for it. All the comments were like, This is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're on about, mate. But he's, he's everyone's so entitled of their own opinion, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are. I think. Um, I think this is a strange one for us because, well, I don't, do you know much about the war on drugs? No, no, it's a, it's, it's a weird one because when we are on about, you know, people who are relevant in the 2010s and how this list is going to be uh, better, like more familiar with us just for the fact that we know that people are in the list. The war on drugs, they're old as hell. They are, they're old. You know, Again, um, not, ageist. not ageist. No, no, but <laughs> no, like, look, look. it really defeats the object of uh, changing the fucking uh, path. That but we it did come out
0: in the late, in 2017, It did it not?
1: Yeah, it, it did. It, it did. did. So it um, gets on the
0: list. It does get doesn't on the list. It doesn't change the fact that these guys have been around for
1: years. Yeah, they've been around for a while. And I think uh, the fact that their first breakthrough album was when the main singer, Adam Granduciel who won the greatest names, blessed what a name. by men. I'll be Ever calling him Adam. Him. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with Mr. <laughs> Grand Seal. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, this album came out when he was 30. Well, no, this one didn't, his previous album, the one that there was the breakthrough. When album. he was young. <laughs> when he was young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now he's, he's got to be 33, 34 when this came out. And now he's, uh, now he's a pensioner. He's old as hell. Yeah.
0: Anyway, this is the war on drugs. The yeah. Deeper understanding. Number 100 on the list. Uh, it's their fourth album. Yeah. Um, I had a look quite, I just have a background digging and I saw that sales wise, the one that came out in 2014, uh, Lost in a Dream, that sold yeah. 114,000. This sold 28,000.
1: Yeah, it's a weird one. I think, have um, you, you listened to the previous one? <laughs> no. It's. Uh, did you ever listen? Yeah. See, really I, I, knew, you, mate. I know we say we didn't know of War on War Drugs, but I did know their previous album. There's a few tracks on there that are, like really good. It'd easily make it onto this one. I was surprised that this was the selection. Okay. Uh by Rolling Stone, as opposed to the other one. I'm not. Um, they can
0: do what they want. They don't give a fuck, do they? They, they don't probably give a got shit. paid. Yeah.
1: They don't give a shit. Um, but either way, it's a more listenable album than this one. This one is really? more mature. Um, it takes into it goes into a lot of the themes that are explored in the first one a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. A deeper understanding, Um, you could say. Let's go. Cancel this podcast. Starting off well. Starting off off well. Cancel this podcast. (laughs) Um, But um, I think this was like, obviously, after the buzz of the first one, they got a lot more uh, recognition, a lot more coverage. The pressure was on. But also they got um, a bigger budget to produce this album. Yeah. Like, it sounds huge. Um, They got Sean Everett mixing it. Um, Who's that
0: for people who don't know?
1: So I watched the Masterclass by Sean Everett where he started banging cymbals on bins. Uh, it was strange. Uh, if anybody wants that to watch it. That sounds sick though. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, I was expecting something informative about mixing and what I got instead was this sort of like weird uh, sound design seminar. Come on, seminar. Exactly yeah, my thoughts. That's exactly what exactly I my thought. My perfectly, yeah. But he's uh, he's big in the rock scene. Uh, yeah. He's a huge mixer. And so, to get him on the record was a big feat for them,
0: and it secured them the bloody dub. It did winning it Grammy did. Rock Album of the Year, twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's huge. That is that's huge.
1: huge. Um, and I, I actually read quite an interesting thing about um, uh, Adam Granduciel and Granduciel Senior, his dad, uh, and about yeah, how yeah. his dad probably never dead. understood Sorry. why he went into the music industry. Uh, he passed up a good job in carpentry. Sorry, when he was younger. Because right.
0: well, that's weird, because I talk about Jesus a lot on this episode. I can tell you that now. Do you? So I'm <laughs> seeing a lot of similarities here.
1: Um, yeah, hell. so he, he passed up a good job in carpentry and, and didn't actually make anything of music till he was 30 years old. And uh, that Bloody was when hell. his dad started to get into rock music. So he showed his dad like Dire Straits um, and yep. Tom Petty. Uh, and uh, your dad's
0: favorite band, the Dire Straits. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's dad, 100. Yeah, percent But not this guy's. Apparently, th- this guy's dad hadn't listened to music ever. Uh, yeah. oh, clearly, Dire Straits. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> like, like, underground. Because he was like, at 85. <laughs> uh, at 85, he came across Dire Straits <laughs> um, and Tom Petty, and My, he said no. he said that his son was better than Tom Petty, and uh, bold. That uh, dire straighter on an, on another level,
0: and he's better than Jesus at carpentry as well. This Apparently. man,
1: what can he not do?
0: He, as he, he do whittles <laughs> a carp. <laughs> uh,
1: Granducio whittles an album out of <laughs> I'm oh, I've the stone review. I'm missed seeing the trick. Rolling Stone review. Um, right, yeah.
0: Have you got any background on the band itself?
1: Uh yeah, I know I know briefly about the band. I know that it's mainly Should we drop some members in
0: there? So people at home I mean I've got members, some here. members, I've members, got some here.
1: I, I'd like to say first of all that it's mainly uh Kevin Parker. Kevin Parker, yeah. 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 It's, it's mainly, mainly Kevin, Kevin Parker. Parker. <laughs> um, no, it's mainly Adam yeah. Grandusiel.
0: He he Kevin Parker's this bad boy. He does. He Taven Parlers it. He he steals the show, he produced the entire thing. Mm. Um if you look at the album cover, it's something that I feel Kevin Parker would love to do. But he doesn't have the balls to do it. It's just, just like, him. It's just me. You yeah, know, like yeah. it's him in a studio, and uh, I mean, who has he got? He's got they, the the members have changed over time. Yeah. Originally, it had Kurt Vile, who is big in the sort of like Heartland Rock scene. Yeah, in the redneck scene. Yeah. Uh, and um, he 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 ran off when he got bigger. It looks like. Yeah. He ditched them.
1: Um, which to be honest, I think was for the best. In the end, I think it allowed conjecture. This guy to conjecture. <laughs> no, I think I think it allowed uh, Granduciel to take uh take pla- take his place at the head of the band and it became his own project. Yeah um, and it, it's pretty... and it took a whole different form. Yeah and I yeah. think they're all the better for it. Yeah
0: yeah if if this album's anything to go by they are. Yeah. Um yeah so um
1: right, just Ooh, stumbling there. <laughs> stumbling <laughs> Uh
0: should we should we go to cover art mate?
1: Uh yeah cover
0: yeah. yeah I've to be honest the cover art's all right. I thought it was a a massive red herring. Why? Because I looked at it and I thought, like, 12-inch, long, greasy hair. Yeah. And I was thinking, dark background, dim lights. I was thinking, this is not a good time to be listening to this, like, deep into lockdown. Yeah. I was ready for depression central, you know. And um, I don't think the album sounds like that. I think it's full of hope and the album cover could have been lighter. I don't know. It feels like, to me, that it's misleading. I don't know if you did it on purpose.
1: Yeah, I think maybe the only thing that I took from the album cover that was like the band is it feels like it's something from the '80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's like with all the old analog gear and yeah. like the the weird shit going on in there. Um, it looks like a studio photo from the '80s rather than like yeah. um, Lil Durk in a studio. With auto tune, shout up out on, Dirk. With auto tune up on the uh, showing on the rage. MacBook. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Um, um, yeah. If you haven't seen it at home, he's sort of looking back with a mixture of sadness and guilt. Like you've just sort of caught him, uh, caught him with the lights off, playing uh, Dance Monkey on his own on the piano <laughs> with the lights off, like half a beer down. Uh, uh,
1: when mum walks in on you after you've been learning Dance Monkey till three a.m. in the morning um see <laughs> the dance monkey or darud sandstorm yeah it's, it's, one, it's of those, one of the others like, oh, darud on the organ could, be a, could be a a real change there for adam uh but yeah maybe should we get into it yeah but should we you, get into the track list
0: yeah i had a little
1: thing oh, i was gonna say here you had something
0: no, see, I, on this one i've tried to up my sort of poetry uh right, okay well not slam poetry but just sort of um my content and vocabulary listen
1: dan <laughs> dan listen Series one was successful. You don't need to think of other oh, shall, okay. to make series two better. Okay, B- but
0: alas, we aren't met with sorrow. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> we find an album that's a torture joy, dripping in dopamine, somewhere between the sanguine and the serene.
2: Was is and, that? Yeah. You
0: write that yeah. after the dance monkey line? Was,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Just like I, I just picture you there, like writing the dance monkey joke. And then a moment of reflection as you laugh at the screen at what you've written. And, the, and then the, suddenly the, you catch yourself. The, the
0: laptop goes blank. Screen saver comes and, on. And I'm and looking at myself. You're looking
1: at yourself and you catch yourself and you think, hold on, I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, right. Thoughts before we press
1: play? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I was excited for this album, mainly because I, I really enjoyed the previous one. Mm. And, um, and...
0: you've been hyping him up to me before yeah. we before this was even you yeah, before you even looked at this list you mentioned yeah. him to me that's all i'd heard of him
1: well it's just it's a bit different uh, it's not something i usually listen to uh, but i really enjoyed it uh, the the first album that is and so i was looking forward to going into this one and obviously the fact that rolling stone had reviewed this as being better than the previous one that i just kind of liked that yeah, yeah, yeah. was like it definitely won't be because it's rolling stone yeah uh, but no i'm joking i obviously i obviously had high hopes for it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean for me, my thoughts before we pressed play, I had no idea about this. I again, all I had was you uh, sort of talking to me about these lot are good apparently. Um yeah. but then all I had was the cover art the cover art and the fact that it was on the list to go by. That's the only thing I had going in. Yeah. So it was a complete surprise to me.
1: Yeah, but, I mean what can we get like a brief review of it? Uh, Have you got another poem for us? Yeah, actually I do. <laughs> no, i don't uh, uh it's unrelated but i do have, yeah, i do have, I a do have actually a slam couple. poem i have a couple uh, uh can i read them
0: valentine's podcast nah oh, cut that cut that cut that come on Maria. <laughs> <laughs> um, right yeah no I, what i thought of the album if we're gonna spoil already i thought it was um great <laughs> I'll be honest I really yeah. liked it um it took me by surprise I think because of the cover art and the fact that he looks so sad in it yeah but I find I find a lot of hope in this album and to me it's really raw it's honest and it, it avoids um becoming sort of like uh a mockery of itself by going too expensive or grandiose which it could have because yeah. it sounds expensive too grand you can't just oh Oh. <laughs> Too religious We'll get to that later <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean I think we'll talk about it as we go down Because want to some yeah, of my thoughts at the end yeah. really
1: Okay, uh, let's start with the first track This is Up All Night
2: I'm stepping out into the world.
1: And it
0: was dope. That a dope a opener. Dope opener.
1: <laughs> no. Dope opener. Um, I got from this. I, I hadn't heard this track before. Like all um, of them? Had you heard no, a no, of them? A couple, by the way? a couple of them. I'd heard "Pain" and "Holding On." Okay. Um, but this one, straight up got Dylan vibes. Really? From his from I not not from the instrument or anything like that. Just his voice. You is, can just see like from the lyrics from the yep. from the voice. He has that kind of feel to him. It's sort of like Dylan meets Springsteen. Oh, there's a lot of
0: Springsteen. And I don't know Spring- Springsteen. No, but, but you kind of know, you know. It's Springsteen. So like, if, we, yeah, yeah. people don't know what Heartland rock is. Yeah. It's like this. I don't. Okay. Say. It's like this rock genre that's born in the South in America. And it's all about, it's all very blue collar, you know, talking about like going to work, yeah. mechanic mechanical equipment, going home, having a beer, being with your wife. It's like country, but not quite. And Springsteen mm. basically he didn't invent it, but he honed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of that going on in this album.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think with this one, uh, the drums took me by surprise. The
2: drums, the drums were sick. Baby. I, I
1: wasn't expecting it at all. Cause I, it's like a drum machine. Sounds like it's been playing live. It's been played live, like not sequenced. I, I can't really work out what it is, but it sounds like really tie, really good. Um, and uh yeah. I feel like I also felt like when I heard the drums it was like they're in the studio and they are like, We need to make this sound a bit younger. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it does can sound get, like can a, we get like a drum it's machine like a, yeah, can we get I can get a trap beat on it if you want Yeah, Is no, it sounds no, like no, something no.
0: on like a house track or like um like a like a breakbeat song. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like a really sick break beat. Um and yeah, I uh, think it
0: steals the show, the drums to me. Like it does, I was gonna yeah. say the guitar. so good yeah and like on most tracks this is how i picture it i can i can see it whenever the guitar comes in and it's quite similar on most of them it's all they all kind of sound similar but slightly different and varied yeah yeah
1: i think a good way of summing that up is on genius uh basically genius. yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) on genius uh the the whole way that they describe the song is like verse one verse two instrumental break (laughs) outro and on every single There's song it's always exactly an instrumental the same. Break. always an instrumental break and yeah. it's always usually a guitar solo
0: yeah and this is how i, I pictured it i see sort of like jesus or adam They've got long <laughs> hair sort of like descending down on a cumulo nimbus guitar in here hand. we go again <laughs> and again ready to melt faces like it's bloody armageddon
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm and down look, with Jesus that, down comes down
0: out of the heavens. Yeah, a lot. But again, and as as good as the guitar is on this, the drums steal the bloody show. Yeah, they they're do. the main character for me on this. They hit me by surprise, and I wanted more of it. Um, they sort of inject this sort of stank stank face. They just gave yeah, me stank. Yeah, I was like, yeah.
1: let's go. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, you hold can't up. see
0: my face right now. It's, yeah, but you can't. one day
1: maybe <laughs> if we, if we start. Face comments. reveal. Yeah, um, but, I also think this set the precedent as well for like the lyrics that are in this album, I think uh, one thing I took from the lyrics uh, is that they they never try to be something they're not. It's always like, I'm not going to go and be really pretentious with what I'm trying to say or too complex with what I'm, what I'm feeling. I'm just going to, it's almost like stream of consciousness and the way it comes out is really surreal. Mm. It's like, uh, like I'll I'll give an example of one. It's like, there's no way if I hold on shots may ring through a lonely hole no, shots may ring through a lonely hall, but the hole in my head emptied out into our love came piping out into our life. Oh, that's dope. It just makes absolutely no sense. Uh,
0: but I feel like a lot of the lyrics on this. I mean, the lyrics, they are a huge part of this album. Yeah. And I think they're Third all... Third grade. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they, they're all very simple. There's no a lot of like Incredibly complex vocabulary. It's all very unlike
1: like me. Uh, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No. Sorry, sorry. I know. And there's I, no
0: cumulonimbus. No. <laughs> there's, there's no two,
1: two syllable words. Barely the, any. No, there's no. genuinely
0: barely any. They're, They're really, genuinely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of the Heartland Rock coming out. It's like I'm not gonna yeah. overcomplicate it. Even though he his lyrics do make you think of all these like very complex uh places and emotions. Yeah. uh He doesn't do it through the words themselves. It's just the way he he paints a story and a picture with them.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, there's, there's just the underlying feeling, you mentioned it before, of like hope throughout the album. Definitely. And he never says like, oh, I have hope. Or like, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to something. Yeah. But like, you just get that general sense from his lyrics. And I can't remember any of the lyrics off the top of my head. They're not bloody like cemented into my head because they're that good. You can't put the effort but in you just, the album, yeah. No, no, exactly. <laughs> but you just know exactly what he's trying to feel what he's trying to make you feel
0: 100 i don't even think the lyrics on this one were the best on the album so i don't no. think they're really worth diving too much more than you've already done um but yeah this is a question for alex yes. question for alex <laughs> have
1: we got a sound <laughs> is that a sound yeah <laughs> oh, that is awful that is awful
0: uh, so series with, our, two sounds. With, our, with our newly acquired experience from past uh series yes um, would you say that we've steadily grown accustomed to a certain type of intro track? Okay, hear me out. Okay. Sort of like slightly 80s. We've heard it before. Mm. Slightly longer runtime than normal. Yeah. Sort of like guitar uh, solo. Um, you know what I mean? Like how, nearly like before the final um, refrain. Yeah. There'll be a, like a extended instrumental piece. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of overdone? Because, I mean, we've already seen it in about three albums. I think uh, Currents. Yeah. This past series. <laughs> um, Rem. This, Rem. Um, um, Over My Dead Body, Interlude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Even
1: uh, that is quite drawn out. Yeah, that's not the, the intro track. Um, but uh, you know what I mean? No, I'm I just thinking, I'm starting to think
0: that if there's any more.
1: There is Metallica. Me it's beca-
0: yeah, it's becoming a little bit stale for me, like. I'd rather they save the intro, this intro format becoming a bit like samey.
1: Yeah, well, I think I've got I've got two answers to that question. I think mm-hmm. first, question of Alex. All, first of all, um, Rolling Stone only listens to the front, it's the true. first song and the last song. It's true. And so obviously if you want to make it into the top 100, you have to make an impact. And I'm sure by the time 2010 came around, uh, bands like The War on Drugs have realised this <laughs> uh, and had decided to make that uh, an important step in their process. Um but mm. otherwise, I would say that the general feeling is if you're trying to attract a listener or, like, if you're trying to blow the socks off a <laughs> listener for the first time, yeah, yeah, then you want to hit them with the biggie as your first track. That yeah. is inevitably going to be what gets them to listen to the rest of the album.
0: You, you're, yeah, you're very right. You're so, very like,
1: right. I think, yeah, it's stale in a way that, like, I'm, I'm kind of used to, like, long openers. Mm -hmm. but at the same time they do actually set the mood for me generally generally if i remember listening to um Mm -hmm. to tame impala and i've not listened to album in years i'm listening to let it happen for the first time in a while completely took me back into that you remember where you are yeah it's kind of like a
0: microcosm of the album i suppose
1: yeah and and that is like it's like the track it's it's your introduction mate yeah, okay. You got your you got your meat and then you got your conclusion.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I mean it was just a question for Alex. I just thought it was quite interesting because I'd noticed this uh this theme. And
1: yeah, I thought yeah.
0: maybe I could make it into a question. And I did. And you did. And you did. <laughs> and
1: that's that's the kind of quality you're gonna get in series two. It is. Uh, but let's move on to the next one. This one's pain.
2: I've been pulled- No, on, re- that. I think he hit the wrong <laughs> button
1: I think he hit the wrong button oh, that's
2: dope.
1: <laughs> this song is sick
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs>
0: uh, actually I don't want to yesterday that one I just wanted <laughs> no, to press the button
1: it. <laughs> right so for anyone who's listening basically I, I'm sure you're familiar with the yesterday scenario that we've introduced into the podcast recently Whereby based on the film Yesterday, uh, if there is one song on the album uh, that you would um, Yesterday yourself. release, yes. that you would release if, if this the band album never exist, exist or the band never existed, yeah, which one would it be? And so, uh, I danced Yesterday. This one, but I've not. I just wanted not, to hit the he's button. Not, he just wanted to hit the button. <laughs> I got overexcited. Because he, he crafted that sound, which I'm I'm sure to everyone listening at home, it's as, it's as poorly mixed in your ears as it is in mine. You can't work out what's going on. But either way, you get the gist.
0: Yeah, so if you hear that sound, be ready for one of us to come up with some sort of spiel mm. to argue our case for why they should yesterday that track. Yeah, why, why wouldn't worth? you yesterday
1: this one? It's a great track. I,
0: I know it's a great track. I think it deserves yesterday, perhaps... Uh, I think I jumped the gun because I've, there's a there's a track that I would personally yesterday Right. Uh, okay.
1: later on in this album, so Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think uh, this one got me on the In the feels. <laughs> it's Valentine's Kiki. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Murray.
1: Um Uh yeah, so you know you know, it starts off with a it starts off with a guitar. Mm-hmm. The place it got me was like I think it's like the the end of the riff where it's like Di-ni-ni-ni. is the outro is it the outro or the the uh, end of the the first, the first riff. riff and it's like it's sick I think it's a cool riff yeah and I like the it's use of bells <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he uses chimes and bells he loves throughout. his chimes I know he I loves love his chimes well. and it
1: works yeah. like you, you never hear the chimes on their own but they always double up with the piano or they double up with the the guitar. He sprinkles them in. Yeah, and it sounds... It makes the lead stand out so much.
0: (laughs) Any (laughs) more?
2: Sorry. I I stopped there like I was going to say something. (laughs)
1: Say something afterwards.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, for me, the drums again, they're luscious. (laughs) Um, They... (laughs) Fuck (laughs) off. Uh, Yeah, as soon as they hit your ear, though, you can sort of taste the money. Yeah, and it yeah, tastes, tastes
1: good. You can taste, you can taste <laughs> that the uh, the expensive hardware that's gone onto those drums. Um, they sound really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like a funny, fe- I had a, a side note on this one. Yeah. Um, I have a funny feeling this might have originally been called a deeper understanding, because right. he drops that in it. He says a deeper understanding. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It feels like it should be a title track, but I feel like maybe he changed the name to Pain or something because a deeper understanding also works for it. Yeah, oh, this is just absolute just conjecture for me, but I think it, it's kind of like when you get, get a little bit giddy when he says it, you know, like in a Michael Bay film when they the character they says say the name of the Transformers. F- <laughs> yeah. um, when like, uh, When no, Shia LaBeouf- no Whitwicky, <laughs> this is Transformers Four: Age of Extinction.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry.
1: You know what, Will Hunting, you good, Will Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah no I know what you mean I, I get that kind of buzz it's but okay I, I prefer that Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no go on you got one more no no I was just gonna I was
0: just being uh, Robin Williams from Goodwill it's okay don't you you're Goodwill hunting <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah no I, I kind of I prefer that buzz to be a bit delayed personally I like it when it comes like midway through an album yeah you're right when they drop it too early I'm a bit like oh come on you could have saved that trump card for a bit later <laughs> that's on that's
0: probably why I changed the name to Paint yeah, maybe, maybe,
1: he was like, oh, shit, they're going to stop listening after track two. Exactly, exactly. And they did, because the sales didn't... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it <laughs> didn't Numbers sell are well. to go by. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they fucked up. Um, yeah, again, the guitar. My favourite... There's two There's two solos on it, but the outro is slightly different. Yeah. Um, and this time, again, again, down floats Adam slash Jesus, shredding on a cloud. But this time, like, the guitar... It, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rather, it starts off really clear and then sort of evolves, and he just distorts it like to fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, like the same guitar comes in, lay it again. Yeah. As if it's a brand new person playing it. But then you remember it's all him. Yeah, Because it is. he recorded every instrument on this album. I do think he Pretty did. Pretty much.
1: He recorded a lot of them. I think if you look down the credits on Genius, it's like oh dear, there's random. I just, no, no, I... but no, no, but there is rat. I think some other people did guitar parts. I think they did the guitar parts, but like on he definitely did the the lead guitar parts. And also, if you look down the list, there's random shit like triangle and xylophone You're joking. on on no the way. side, and and it's all Adam. That's mad. So he like he obviously recorded a lot of, um, a lot of the instruments on the album. Yeah, and I think um, this track. Um, this track's just really good. <laughs> like, I, bringing I, it, we're just, bringing it
0: here. It is though.
1: It's just really good. I, 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 listened to this was one of on the few. Um, there's like three or four in this album that I just couldn't stop listening to. Yeah, like, I saved I, the. I, good, them on I saved the
0: first like five.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. The 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 beginning of the album, the first four or five tracks are just really, really good. Um, spoiler. Yeah, uh, sorry. And also the lyrics on this one, I think it's a bit like. It did go full what I imagined that what's what was the rock genre called that you're Heartland about. Rock. It did go full Heartland Rock on the chorus when he's like, I've been pulling on a wire. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. It's like he like goes that full but just uh, like break. big chorus. Yeah, yeah. Um and I just thought, you know, lyrics simple again, but they hit hard. It's like I resist what I cannot change. Own it in your own way.
0: Did you think with that I've been pulling on a wire, but it just won't break? Um yeah.
1: It's like the chorus thing. Ghost straight it's- Dylan Vice. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: No. And I've been turning up the dial, but I hear no sound. Yeah. I think he was going for like the sort of classic dream trope where you're stuck in the mud. You know, you're running yeah, away yeah, from yeah. something. You can't get away from it because that's what I got from it. So that's I did. I did. The main thing
1: it. I got from it was um, he's just like singing to an empty room and he's trying to work out how to make his speakers work. And he's yeah. been turning up the volume, but he just can't hear any sound. And he's having like a general hardware issue there. <laughs> <laughs> It could be. Uh, and uh, he's <laughs> just, just written this song. He's just honest. He's just written this song in response to that feeling. Feeling
0: pain, just pure pain. Yeah. Okay, he's,
2: he's <laughs> <almost> <laughs> to pain. work properly. So it's called pain. <laughs> yeah. He's just having a, a serious <laughs> to hardware it. issue. Did you notice <laughs> by the way, Did you notice the
0: uh genius on this? Genius. <laughs> no, I did. It's quite interesting. There's uh, very
1: little genius analysis on that. And that's good for which us. He's left me out in the bloody dark. <laughs>
0: Not really. it's good for me because I don't need that but for you yeah of course well, I mean, but anyway you, you turn to poet lie because I've got one here <laughs> um, so on that on that section yeah I've been pulling a wire but it just won't break I've been turning up the dial but I hear no sound I resist what I cannot change the annotation was through a Buddhist lens the, cor- yes. the chorus alludes to the second noble truth my mind was blown here which right. essentially states that craving causes suffering Craving frequently manifests in the form of expectations and attachments. I mean, what?
1: I don't know who's pulling this out, um, because like the lyrics are so unspecific that it's really hard to yeah. pull any sort of specific meaning like that out of them. It's all conjecture. What they're I think a from, lot of the it lyrics does make sense.
0: Yeah, it does make sense. A lot of the lyrics for me. I was going to talk about this later. Yeah. But well, I'll talk about it now slightly. But they uh, they're almost incredible <laughs> you know, I'll actually cut that. Don't do that. I'll save it for later.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of what happens on this album is there's, uh, there's no specific lyrics, but there's like these sweeping sentiments uh, that can you can actually p- apply sort of like religious ideologies to. Yeah. Uh, so examples being that Buddhism one. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. That's good from you, mate. And we'll move on to the next track, shall we? Uh,
1: Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Next one is Holding On. Springsteen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: do I spot tight blue jeans and the outline of an overexposed member Uh, because this is Springsteen yeah do I (laughs) do I spot
1: a cap in the back pocket uh, and a tucked in white t-shirt yes Yes, I do Uh, Uh, and it has got oil on it it's (laughs) Bruce Springsteen Um, yeah what do you think of this one
0: it's a banger yeah it's another banger. Three in a row. It's three for three so far. It's three for three. And it made me thought of this: what Jimmy Levine, who is the <laughs> Come uh, on, Murray, hit the wrong so, bone. Oh, that's there better, baby. Um, so Jimmy Levine, who is the co-founder of Interscope, with um mm. with uh, Dre, it's his label. Yeah. Anyway, got because this track, I was like, three, there are three tracks in now. I'm thinking there's not been a bad song, and they could play on the radio. There's a market for this. They're not. Yeah. They're not like. Oh, that's too too indie. I could hear but, this on heart. One hundred percent. Um, so I was like, I didn't understand because Jimmy Levine called them potentially gigantic. Yeah. Spin said, it's not just that a deeper understanding is one of the best rock albums in years, but it's that the music itself is so expansive. Uh, sorry, expansive and yeah. enveloping that it feels like it should be everywhere. Yeah. It so does. my question is, what, Why is it not?
2: I, because this, I think I great.
1: think one thing. Uh, that contributes to it. can you name me an artist over the age of thirty five who is relevant in terms of I'm not I'm not Kanye. A, yeah okay apart from that it is tricky though it is tricky though like I don't think he's a sellable front man I think the fact that you know there is this kind of like romanticism with a band whereby like the frontman has to be this sort of sex icon. Okay, okay. And I feel like he is past that point. He was past that point with their debut album. Because he literally just wasn't young. <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> and uh, I think it's hard to sell that to people. I think the people who would listen to this album, are the people who would listen to radio. Okay. I think the people who... Who
0: care, who'd listen to his older stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's a really difficult one because being old and good in this generation is tough because you don't necessarily make it into the crowds that, uh, you know, like 23, 24 and younger People like that aren't listening. The only reason we're listening is because we're true. reviewing it. And the people who are older don't use streaming services. Yeah, it's true. Or like they'll listen to... They don't use it as much as younger people do. And they'll listen to music mainly on the radio or...
0: I think it's just sellable, sellable um frontman, isn't it? Only, yeah. I think it just comes down to that, doesn't it? It's not the music because the, music the music's loud. music's
1: great. Yeah. And it's also like... It's not like it's tough music to listen no, to. No, it's like, easy. It's, it's lovely great, to it's listen to. easy listening... It's lush, it just sounds really good, um, and it's danceable. Yeah, it is, like, it really is. Like, everything about it seems like it should be on a radio. But then
0: you couldn't, yeah, not in the club, right. I'm not no, saying no, it's not going to be in, in the played, club. No, it's not. There is no war
1: on drugs room.
0: But neither is Tame Impala. It's not in the club. No, but there's, there's but certain tracks,
1: like, from that Tame Parlour album that could be played in a club. Like, you could hear Let It Happen in a club. Or some sort you of can horrible. Less, I know the better. Some horrible marshmallow remix. Yeah, okay, maybe. Something along that line. Yeah. But with this album, it's like I'm
0: holding on too fast, fast,
1: fast, fast. Yeah, you get a fast, 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 fast. Yeah, it's
0: still it's it's a bit sad. <laughs> so this is yeah. I I am a bit gutted that I'd not heard this earlier because I think it would have been playing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh it's it always reminds me this album. It it seems to remind me of albums that I, when I was growing up, when I was sixteen, seventeen, would just absolutely devote myself to. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like if this had come out when when this came out in twenty seventeen, if I'd been as into War on Drugs as I was gonna say as I am now, I mean, come on, like if I if I'd listened to them back then, I would have been absolutely enthralled with this album, and I'd expect anyone else who was like. Uh, starting to learn to love music and enjoy music to feel exactly the same. Yeah. But the fact is is that there aren't many people listening to him that age. No, there's not.
0: But like, be- I'd show this to our friends, like people our age. Yeah, 100%. And We're another, old though, That's Dan. another bloody We're facet. Old. Another quiver to our bow doing yeah. this list. Uh, for any girls that don't listen to the pod and already know it, yeah. we can be like, oh yeah, one of my favourite songs of this album is the 2010s. <laughs> Deep yeah, well,
1: see, I'm hoping that by next Valentine's, I'm not going to be sat here across <laughs> Dan for that exact reason. Because some smoking area somewhere, I'm going to be able to say that holding on by the war on drugs was one of my the favorite, favorite. tracks of 2017. <laughs> Only heard in 2021. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, But yeah, um, yeah so, it's a weird one. Yeah. I feel for them.
0: They're doing all right. They're doing great. They're doing great. They're doing great. They're doing, apparently they're one of the best live
1: uh, rock band, uh, yeah, bands I, to I, see I, live. Do you listen to the live album? No, I didn't. Live Drugs.
0: No, Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, I listened to a couple of the tracks and to be fair, it sounded unbelievable. Yeah. I'd compare it with...
0: I'd take my... You? Girlfriend? You? Is that... Is that so, well, this year. I'd take you to <laughs> the, <laughs> a live show by them. You know what I mean? I think it'd be lovely to go. That's the clickbait. Danas, I'm not, Danas <laughs> Alex out
1: live fuck. on MBDLF podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh god right should uh, we talk about the track a little bit then
1: yeah I think um, just like one of the more catchier tracks on the record for sure yeah 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 again Ch- bells. Chimes I thought they were call Chimes bells. could be Bells yeah either way same thing same kind of family
0: <laughs> yeah he sort of like injects them um, like sort of morsels of glee yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he sort of like deflects it off <laughs> You deflects it off with, like, the sorrow. Dan, what have you been reading? With, like, the sorrow in reading? his voice. Yeah. I've got this uh, A Word A Day app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. And, uh, yeah, he sort of, his voice is so, it's so similar on basically all the tracks. Yeah. It always sounds kind of like dylan Yeah. Whaley, I'd say. Yeah,
1: I think his voice is just perfect for this music. It doesn't have to stand out. No. He it just doesn't. has to play its part. As the, as the storyteller, as the narrator, doesn't need to be melodic. Mm-hmm. Often, like, you hear him speaking, like, like I felt like Bob Dylan. You listen to a lot of Bob Dylan records. It's almost like, yeah, he's singing, but it's almost spoken word. and mm-hmm. The way he's approaching the way he's singing is like, all the intonations. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And I feel like it's the same on this. There's no, like, virtuosic random no, no, no. fucking high notes going on here. No, It's no, just no, no. always the same. But it's consistently good.
0: Um, Yeah, so next track?
1: Yeah, let's move on. This one's the strangest thing.
0: It off. We just can't sorry, we just uh let it play.
1: And we both yes Oh we don't double, <laughs> yeah, double double, double it. Right, go and stay silent for this one as well. What the hell was that? <laughs> exactly. What the hell was right, that? So I'll tell you if what. You it's, you a went... fucking groundbreaking <laughs> it's
0: unbelievable. This track is ridiculous. One of the better tracks I've heard in the last decade. Um Yeah. Uh, like we just, if you weren't, you, you guys can't see what just happened there, but we both reached for the same, for the button at the same time, <laughs> yeah. uh, simultaneously we did, we... turning it on and then off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... And that's what makes this podcast so unlistenable is the <laughs> fact that we agree on everything. Uh, this is, this is honestly, um, I obviously have only had a week to sit on this, but I must have played it about a hundred times. Yeah. I genuinely, I think this is, could be one of my favorite tracks, like maybe top Fifty ever.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you you know, it's bad when you go to the YouTube video and start l- reading the comments for people that agree with you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> That's where because I got this to. track gets so
1: little coverage. I
0: was, I was scrolling, people were like, "This is one of the best tracks." I was like, replying, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> How has no one heard this? <laughs> I heard it this week. <laughs> um, are oh, you right? Yeah. No, All so. right, I keep going. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, listen to this for me. I've got a little bit of uh, yeah. jargon again. It feels like I'm in the season finale yeah. of a John Hughes 80s film. Yes. But it's directed by Spielberg, right? Right. So in this, Adam
2: or me? Who's playing you? Who's playing hey, you. Adam is me. I'm Adam's Adam. Adam's playing you. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. Poor okay, performance so, then, mate. Yeah, so
0: Adam's slow dancing. Right. Um, With this on. Prom night, under the stars, with a half smile. Right. He whispers into his date's ear the ponderous lyric... <laughs> I am just I'm this? just living in the space between beauty and pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This time Jesus floats down <laughs> with shades on. Yeah. Um with a beam of dazzling moonlight striking his pluck. Yeah. That fades up from us into the camera, breaking the fourth wall. Jesus winks, the audience winks. <laughs> fade to black.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is this some of the insight from Dan this episode has been brilliant and and it you'll it's so much more striking when you have a look at his notes pre, uh, because they're all in like some sort of weird comic Futurifon. Sans Futura. Yeah, it's like Futura font. They look like uh, a guide on how to assemble a Lego set, um, which is very strange. Uh, but one thing about right yeah. on that. Okay, I, I've got no poetry myself, but someone. <laughs> uh left a review for this i think it was by pitchfork mm-hmm. or, or no it's the guardian right and they gave one of the most unbelievable ways of summing up a song yeah gone. they said I know, I know what it is i know is It's is. an arcing shivery slow dance that seems to swirl around a disco ball the size of the moon and so I i've thought, clearly stole that and used 100% it hundred percent i've caught you out there <laughs> but it, it is absolutely down to a tee what this feels like it feels epic feels romantic it's like the the sense of hope and the like the endorphins you get. Yeah. When that final, I'm not even. I'm trying to say the second to last. No, the second to last guitar rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the.
0: Not the. Do, yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah, the, the one that's like a little one, bit
1: more. The one that goes like distorted and yeah, like yeah, yeah, Messes yeah. up. Sounds a bit Jimmy Pagey. Okay. Yeah, that one is is sick. But then the last one, I remember. I'm just sitting there and just being like, just feeling the hairs. All over my body, yeah, stand up goosebumps. And being like, this is mental. It's like when McTominay uh, scored
0: against City last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that, like that. Uh, and then the the immediate come down when you realise you're spending Valentine's with Dan. Uh, the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite hard to describe how good this song actually is. Yeah,
1: I think I think the only advice you have to go was, listen to it. Yeah, just go listen to this yeah. track. That is all. I have to offer. Yeah, on this one,
0: it's insane. Um, oh fuck's sake! Well, we've yesterdayed it. Okay, talk about yesterdaying it. Yeah. Why would you yesterday it?
1: Um, I think because I would absolutely, and I picture this. I close my eyes sometimes. And I picture playing this song live. Yeah. I feel like if you could play this song, you've in front of the system, and you're like. Thank you, Glastonbury. <laughs> and you rip that guitar solo. 28,000 fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all just in front of you, and you're like, yeah, and it would just be mental. So I, I make like,
0: 2,800. Don't know. I don't know, whatever the sales of this album were, but it's divided <laughs> by 100, because <laughs> no that one is, likes it. Right. Well, that has <laughs> got to be the most
1: long winded. If
0: anyone got that joke, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the reference was ridiculous. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. What a track? I'd yesterday it. Yeah, um, what's your reasoning? Because
1: it's good. Oh, God's sake. Mate, honestly, how the hell, how are we going to make it as a podcast (laughs) when you're saying stuff like that? What's the point?
0: (laughs) You just took everything I was going to (laughs) say. So we'll move on. Is that well, That's it. Yeah, I haven't got any reasoning. I just can't. right, <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just the best right, track. Basically, it's just the best track. Uh, what you can take, I if you take it, away I would anything from it. this podcast? Go listen to okay, this track. I would yesterday it because
0: yeah. I want people to hear it.
1: Right. Is that's that? Nice. Is that's that right? That's right. right. I, yeah, that's I, not bad. It come a bit next next week. Would we'll you? Not bad. Just don't use the same one next week. Yeah. Okay. Um. Right. Next <laughs> one. Uh. Knock down. Yeah, I think, I think this album was knocked down a notch, <laughs> a notch. Um, I'm going to just sum up that. So the rest of the track list is knocked down. And it was knocked down. Nothing to find it sums up the song. Oh think, my God. <laughs> thinking of a place is the first four tracks uh, in chains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. In chains is how I felt dragging myself to the end of this album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clean living was when I decided I wanted to do something else and clean my room. Uh, and you don't have to go uh, was just me remembering the earlier moments. Uh, but yeah, from here, it's a downward slope for me. But we'll, it is, we'll it is. We're going to this track. What do you I think?
0: Knocked down. I thought it was well-placed. I don't think it, this immediately ruined the album for me. I think you're being a bit harsh.
1: But No, it didn't for me either. I'm just...
0: I know, like, okay, okay. Anyway, I thought... It was, I thought... this is. So I wrote this before I listen to the rest of it, obviously, and I thought a bit like how uh currents is crafted, um yeah. like a like a good uh carpenter. Uh he places mm. the song at the right time. Cause I think one more song like the last one, it would get a bit samey. But then he takes it down notch here. He gets knocked down. Um and this is truly Oh God, I've just sorry, I just read the wrong bit. <laughs> Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was quite beautiful. And the way he uses the word "anyway" um, at the end of the chorus, and he sort of replies it, um, or it's replied by the for, on the first time, it's replied by a guitar, uh, because he's trying to escape sort of the infantilism of this uh, of this relationship, yeah. where he's becoming this child, and he's trying to survive this relationship. Being the being the second fiddle to the woman who's he's trying to uh, appease, yeah. Um, and the first time he says anyway, he brushes off the bad parts of the relationship, and he's replied with a guitar. It's kind of like an abrasive reply. Mm. And in the second, at the end of the second chorus, he says anyway, and he's replied by this piano, and it's softer, and it's almost like he's accepted that he's got to leave because that is how the, the track ends. That's how I saw it, anyway. Yeah. I thought it was really good. No, I I think quite, uh, quite
1: I, I kind of agree with you on that one. The only thing I'd i disagree with you on is that I think this is about his mum. Mm. I don't I don't I, there's no specific there's one yeah, word yeah, yeah. which is like ma. Okay. Right. And um and he also talks like from a perspective that of, makes sense for the perspective of a child. And, yeah, I was saying a yeah, child and, yeah. uh, a lot of the time. And uh um, two ways to take it. Yeah, go and I think that same I think you just expanded on what I was saying I think that works perfectly with it like the like the anger that he feels in his youth and then as he's grown older he's grown to accept and you get the sort of softer yeah, piano yeah, response yeah. I mean the analysis here is some of the best we've done ever <laughs> um, but yeah I I um, felt like this new track series, new series I feel like if this was track one right and those first four tracks weren't on the album I still think it was a good album but the pres the president has been set, um, and uh, this one just was a slight dip off for me. I don't think it was uh, a bad track, but I just felt as though it wasn't to the standard. And I I do get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. if there was another one straight, it like the
0: first four straight after. I'd be like, right, it, it was. It'd probably be great. But then no, I think I don't I'd... know. I I,
1: th- I think I completely agree with you on that. We've had four like four we've... bangers now,
0: four yeah, bangers yeah. in a
1: row. Well, you see, the, with the thing with the strangest thing, it was that. The first three were quite similar. And then the strangest thing is a lot more like ballady. It's a lot more like slow. It like a headbanger. Yeah, it does. It does. hundred percent. But this one, I just didn't really feel I connected with it as much as the others. That's all. Okay. Right. Let's
0: go to the next track then.
1: Nothing to find.
0: Nothing to find. On this one, I just felt like this was um, holding on part two. Did you get that?
1: Yeah, I did a bit. I think um, I think he was very eager to pick up the tempo again. Yeah,
0: that definitely tells. Definitely tells. Like
1: even the way that it, this track just, it's no build up. It's just like, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like straight, straight in. in. Yeah. It, it
0: feels like a continuation of holding on. Um, because it's just like the sort of 80s sounds back. He's, he's kind of in that blue collar zone again. Yeah. And I was, thought, I was thinking like the second half could be in a bit more of something new because we've had the first, if he'd split, perhaps, he does split it in two, not mm. successfully. No. Uh, but I thought maybe if he split it into changing the tempo, uh, it would have been better because I think this is kind of of the same tempo.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. I think, um, I think one thing to note about this album is that there isn't a track that's under four minutes. So long, all the tracks are long. And True. so like they've got to keep your attention for that time. I think the first four really did. I think Knockdown, I think Knockdown's the shortest track. And then this one is back up to about a six minute um length. This one didn't keep my attention, attention as to much. the extent. I think mainly because it just wasn't, there wasn't anything particularly special about it. that was different from the previous tracks. One thing I would notice on this is uh we have another harmonica stevie's back just, baby i just want to say something on this right? righty back does harmonica equal good good album how many t- how, right tell me before this hold list on, before hold these on. lists that we've done yeah yeah, through, yeah 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 the multiple lists when have you ever heard <laughs> when have you ever heard a harmonica on an album uh astro world yeah okay apart from yeah i give, <laughs> no, give no, astro world is probably the only exception i can think when of when was the other one we heard it we heard it recently. We heard it in uh, Drake. Yeah, Drake's not We good. heard it in... Um...
0: We heard it somewhere else recently. Was it in the Stooges? Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, I think it... we did. No, no, that was a saxophone. There was so there was another album
1: for sure that had a harmonica on it. Yeah. And I just think it's like an absolute... It's a gateway to the top 100. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and it was just a note to self.
0: That is true. That is very true. I think it's very good, this harmonica. It's sort of like quivering. Yeah, it's good. Do um, you think Steve recorded it? Uh, Mr. Trick, if man. not, Mr. Trick, it. if Mr. not. Mr. Trick, yeah. Um, yeah, what I say is, like you were saying, this one doesn't really grab my attention as much. I found myself drifting off slightly. But then he would, I can't lie to you. This, also, this is not a bad track, but I would say that he, he caught my attention just by adding in these sort of like splashes of sound, these different instruments, like the harmonica. Yeah. And the guitar sort of like slams, slams it, bursts through the door, grabs your attention. It's really like piercing the sound of the guitar when it comes in, he just sort of sprinkles these riffs in again. And um and I do have a little bit of criticism here. Possibly yeah. invalid. Okay. And now I find myself I found myself reading the lyrics. Yeah. And I was wanting a little bit more. I um I because I, I, I read them, I got a little bit here. It said, You played my brother like a fire and walked him through the rain. I ignored another call. He did the same. I want more. Yeah, I want to know yeah. what that's about. I know he might be leaving it purposely yeah. ambiguous. Was there a girl that slept with you and your brother? That sounds yeah. fucking mad. Like he's being really uh, yeah sort of like th- introverted think, on the lyrics there. I think just,
1: that's um,
2: I don't know because I I, I've
1: noticed exactly that. Well, I haven't noticed exactly the same, but I've I've noted that this was the point in the album where I felt like the lyrics were just too annoyingly vague. Yeah, yeah, they were like, so vague. They were like there was. Like they're either simple and impersonal, or they're just vague. Like I, I I didn't know which one it was. Um, But then I realized. Well, I just thought that, like, imagine there being like coherent stories over these songs. That's what I I thought. I would not enjoy them as much. It wouldn't be the same. You kind of need that sort of surreal, not really knowing what's going on and just feeling what he's trying to say instead. But I do
0: kind of think that. It wouldn't hurt for one or two tracks. but then it No, might, maybe not. Maybe it would take away from me. That's why I said it could be possibly invalid. Maybe I was just being selfish at this, this point. Maybe there's a
1: different scenario here where you yesterday this song to save it. <laughs> where you become... <laughs> Adam, when you come like come up with this line about yeah. your brother, which doesn't exist because you're an only child. Yes, yes, I mean, yeah. there this, this could be something there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, let's move on to the next one.
0: But i was to say, there's an organ on this as well. Yeah. That's the other instrument that sort of surprised me. It's a bit of a scree- uh, like a Highway 66 screamer as well. Yeah. I could see like him and his brother, greasy hair. Yeah. Flying in the wind down route sixty six on the way to Vegas. Uh, And um, track
1: number seven, thinking of a place. Yeah, thinking of a place. thinking on this one what place were you thinking of when you heard this song
0: um I was thinking of a shorter place uh that wasn't 11 minutes tell you that now because I saw the 11 minutes and I thought oh my god I gotta lube my ears up for another absolute banger yeah yeah it didn't deliver that much Uh, for me I I thought it would be better yeah I uh, this would be like an outro halfway through
1: but (laughs) I mean an intro yeah it's a weird one I've, I've I'm when you said the 11 minutes thing, I noticed that about three minutes into the song. And I was like... Because there's, there's moments of ambience. When, when it's either. coming to yeah, an yeah. end, right? Yeah. At the end and about three minutes in. And then you look at and it's like, has he just bounced this file and forgot to like show <laughs> near the end? It's just silence. Like on but, our
0: podcast on episode two. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like on that God awful first series. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I get what you mean though. Well, I, did you not... Do you not like it? I didn't so hate much. it. No, I didn't hate it. I just thought... Do you feel like the 11 minutes took away from it?
0: Slightly. I don't know. I just didn't think it was that impressive. I think when you yeah. go 11 minutes, you've got to make it sick. I don't think mm. it was that great.
1: Well, I th- think it opened with the idea, like that feeling like this. Is did you like, did you like it a lot? No, I really liked the opening. Okay. You know, and it's got those like synths uh, and it sounds like, well, for me, it sounded like late night in a city. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Slow City. Yeah. These Slow City. Yeah, these yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, bump. Um,
1: and yeah. then it breaks down into this song. When when I heard this since, I was like, please give me a Springsteen beat. Please give me like a... Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. But then you just get this slow sort of like, it's all right.
0: Wait, is the harmonica on this as well?
1: I can't remember. I think I mean, it might be. If it is, then yeah, I, it's lost. I, I felt like... Um, <laughs> somewhere in there. Find yeah, it there, the 11 minutes. There's sections of this track, I think...
0: He just goes ambient. He just plays like a single note. You think it's over. Yeah, it, I,
1: it, it lost my attention at times. And then there was one... Like midway through, it like breaks down to this... Like He sounds like he's singing away from the microphone, like in a room, and he's just playing the guitar. And he says, once I had a dream, I was falling from the sky. And it does sound like... It's a completely different scene. Yeah, and it and it suits it, but then I also just felt like it really dragged.
0: Yeah, So it really dragged. However, I think it's a good song. I know I'm being critical. Yeah,
1: do you know this is the most listened to song?
0: Yeah, I, I did notice that. That's it, crazy. I think at, they didn't release it as a single. That's eleven is mental minutes, although that that is really weird. It's strange. It kind of it's doesn't strange. make sense. I think it was
1: the first. Do you know what I think it was? After their right. last album. It was the first single they released after their last album. Yeah. Yeah. Do the math. This got the most streams from the album. Yeah, 148,000 on the last album. And the album didn't get many streams. Fuck. I I think they maybe had a huge error there in releasing this as the main single. Should have
0: released bloody any of the first four. Any
1: of the first four would have genuinely set the precedent for what this album really is. Really is, yeah. Yeah.
0: At it's core. It's a shame, really. And look, there are moments of like brilliance, I think. The lyrics, they're like a microcosm of what he's Although a lot of the lyrics are wishy washy, there is a constant theme of people trying to reach things or finding searching for something, finding yeah. it, and then just not quite getting it. It's yeah, just yeah. quite out there. Yeah, it's just quite out it's like tantalizing. Um, yeah, I've got a lyric here. Love is like a ghost in the distance, out of reach. It's quite a simple one, that.
1: Yeah, um, kind of almost exactly what you were saying.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> uh, vani- like his lover vanishes in the night yeah. on the first verse. Uh, sort of like like I said before
1: <laughs> yeah I think I also think there's a there's a really nice piano outro on this um, but overall
0: it's an L it's a meh it's, it's meh a, it's L. A, uh, it is a slight right. L I've got to say it's a slight L
1: uh, less, uh, f- I, to be honest I, quickly on that one I think it's probably on the better tracks out of the past four yeah on
0: the final the half final
1: album. couple but yeah. the fact that it's so long takes away from it just honestly, stick six minutes on the end of yeah. in chains. They're already and I'll pretty long. Most it. of them are pretty long I'll already. Skip.
0: Ready, radio edit. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Oof.
2: The ra- yeah just put <laughs> the radio that. edit on.
1: Imagine a radio just edit on put- that. That's why they're not on radios because all the I, I of- bet you that is the reason. But well, and the fact that he's old and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, sorry, Adam Granduciel. That's no, not that true. Is- that is rash, but it does apply here. But. <laughs> I genuinely think like you can't get radio play if a song's over three minute twenty six. It's difficult. How are you gonna gonna how are you gonna compete with a four minute song when you're up against Roxanne? Roxanne, Roxanne. and it's two minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not gonna get it. I could play three Roxannes with the time it takes to play a yeah, bloody that's true. uh war on drugs track. Uh right, next gene in chains.
0: Inhale. So I've been holding back this comparison, yeah, in fear of uh, getting ripped for it. But I feel like this one in particular sounds like a Ben Howard knockoff. Um, did you know okay. that? No, I thought you just. I nodded. didn't. I didn't know. It. No. Yeah, sort of the cadence, even his delivery on the, uh, on the on the lyrics.
1: What came out first? Sorry. What came out first? Oh, did Small yeah, Things... no, Ben Howard came out first. Yeah, so it sounds
0: yeah. more like his first album, actually, like the twenty the twenty twelve one. Yeah. Old Ben Howard. Yeah. Um, Old Pine Ben Howard. <laughs> Old, Pine. <laughs> um, Old Pine Howard. Yeah, it's kind of like a rip-off of sort of this like, yeah, heart I don't know what Ben, don't know how describe Ben Howard, singer-songwriter, yeah. out in the woods.
1: If you want to listen to some Ben Howard, go listen to Boat to an Island on a Wall. Um, Noonday
0: Dream lead single. <laughs> Slaps.
1: If you want to listen to the sound of impending doom, then go and listen to that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, this song is about sort of what I thought was being unsure of like what you're chained to. This is my opinion anyway. Yeah. I was wrong on the last one because about his mother. Um, but <laughs> highlighted by, it's kind of like highlighted by the self-questioning on the bridge. Yeah. So he's like, is this love? Are you sure? Is it something you can control? Then he sort of accepts. I'm retired. I'm in chains. I'm in love. I'm in pain. Yeah. Kind of like the uh, self-questioning on uh, nines um, from Currents. Mm and he he quickly answers the questions um the answers he give he gives they're not they're not poetic but they're raw they're yeah. to the point they're honest and their honesty sort of doesn't really mar the joy he finds in finding the answers to those questions i thought it was really beautiful
1: right yeah um <laughs> that was incredible dan well done that's that's great. because well, like
0: sonically i didn't really get taken away by this but i thought the lyrics were some of the best
1: no but i think uh the fact that you picked out those lyrics is important because that was the part of the song that I felt like I was taken away by. Mm. I felt like I was a passenger up until the bridge and when the bridge hit. Yep. And he's talking about, I mean, just cut in those lyrics that Dan just said, I can't remember them off the <laughs> top of my head. Loop. Just yep. loop that. <laughs> um, yeah. I felt like I was finally back in the space of the, that I felt I yeah. was in, in the first couple of songs. The album was like, yeah. back to that nostalgic feeling of hope. Um, and yeah, I can't, I, I do completely get what you're saying. It's like, he can't quite take pleasure from his answers, but he answers it nonetheless.
0: I do kind of feel like this album would have cut you off. Yeah. It's no like good. you're listening in on like a therapy session, like a musical therapy session. Yeah. Cause it's just him. And maybe he's talking to someone or himself and we're just inhaling secondhand um, therapy through it. Yeah. Like in moments anyway. It's not not constant, but there we're are- We're certainly
1: not getting the detail parts. Huh? We're certainly not getting the no, detailed No, we're definitely parts. not, but
0: you can get the basic gist of it. Yeah, yeah. And it is therapeutic listening to this. Um, yeah. Especially on The Strangest Thing. Uh, which bangs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what I'd say about that.
1: Just yeah, no, I think um, this track again- uh, I I don't know whether it's because I'm living off the high of the first four tracks. I genuinely th- felt like the first four tracks I listened to them. I was like,
0: "Call yourself first, first four up. tracks, Alex, mate." Because we fucking talking about
1: you. You feel exactly the same <laughs> as me on this. Um, the yeah, first so four tracks, they set a pre- they I'm set up. Our- the <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, this <laughs> is rude.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to press that one it's just rude <laughs> just, You know saying. what Leave I've that said in. enough Leave Next that one in. Next one Clean living Just to
2: see if I can of the spark
0: Yeah, this one's clearly about the struggles of like tidying your room, like, <laughs> keeping clean, spot, r- scrubbing out this song from memory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, um, he was just like, "Right, I need one track just to go before the final one to ruin it." I've got this idea about cleaning my room. Yeah, go in. Do you think it's about drugs or cleaning? Uh, I think it's
0: I'd like just... to think it was drugs. Gives it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I think I think I hope. We'd be silly not to put together the pieces of the puzzle and realise that this is genuinely not a war on cleaning. <laughs> that there is a genuine issue with drugs here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I th- there was some lyrics on this which stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I waited all my life to come. Eh? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. So
0: immature. That's go, it. Go, so imma- really? That's it. No. Sorry? Uh, sorry, I just listened That's to this quite song interesting. on Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, God. Uh, no, running through the field when I see you in the end, when you're young, you follow shadows even though they fade. That was so poorly read. No, is was right. No, I just missed all the commas. Baby, oh. Yep. when oh, I first heard these lyrics, I was a bit touched so by I them. I thought because... you were still reading lyrics then. Like,
0: <laughs> when I first heard these, because <laughs> they're so forgetful. <laughs> Don't know, go on, mate.
1: no they I'm reading them now I had forgotten how they go because they're not exactly the most you know um, exciting lyrics no I was being rude I was being no but they aren't they aren't I think one thing I took from them was uh, it reminded me how old he is and it just reminded me that we're the person we're listening to is a far more experienced and um, aged mature person than we are and I felt like this feeling felt like he was looking back to his childhood and it felt like it was a bloody long way away uh,
0: yeah and Stay so up.
1: that that kind of reminded me of like
0: god we are being ageist on this one no I, I, <laughs> no, no, no
1: no no I, I, all i'm saying is that these these are very mature lyrics and yeah. uh they're obviously very close to his heart and it just did remind me how old he is
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Struggles to sort of connect with that. Yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: And then another one after that is I'm alone in life, all this living and no, no life. life.
0: I like that. That's I like that. relevant I, I, to today, I thought. I,
1: it's literally down to the T what this life is uh, in COVID.
0: Yep. Um, People are making lockdown albums, reading those lyrics like, fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my <it's> like, lyrics. Fucking <laughs> written
1: it already. He's written
0: it already. <laughs> um yeah, so for me, I didn't really have much on this, apart from the fact that he does sprinkle. Can, a t- can we
1: do it? Can we do a notes guessing section? <laughs> what do you mean? Right, I reckon you've got just on your notes that lyric. No, no, but it's, you it's, got a bit more. It's <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not much more. It's not much more. It's not much more. yeah, right.
0: so he sprinkles in the piano like an introvert. Asked to sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle
1: the salt at Salt Bay's. <laughs> restaurant you like, know it's a bad track when they're <laughs> clutching when Dan is clutching for comedic value like that like what the fuck is that about I think it's quite powerful imagery Just say it again say it again so it's
0: <laughs> it's like he sprinkles the piano in like an introvert yeah who's asked to sprinkle the salt at Salt Bay's restaurant <laughs> you
1: know like they go up they're going to sprinkle the salt but they're a bit they're not, they don't want to do it he's got a sort of awkward elbow action and, yeah, and like, a wince at yeah, the same yeah, yeah, time yeah,
0: exactly exactly yeah I could see like maybe Sia is asked to do it
1: yeah and she's like can I put my mask on no, first no no wig off no <laughs> right <laughs> it's true. Wake off. Um, uh, yeah. So, any any notes on this one? I think <laughs> the answer is ten. clearly no. no. Let's go ten. Let's go ten. I'm oh, sorry. I thought that I was thought your we note. moved on. I thought that was your note ten. Yep. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. Um, okay. Next one. You don't have to go. Let's keep the quality. With this track, right, I feel like uh, we should lump it in with our general feelings and what we think about this album, you know, okay, our final thoughts. Yeah, let's lump it in. In the way that...
0: So we're blending the two segments here.
1: It sums up the problem with this album. It goes out with a fucking whimper. No, it goes no, out. no,
0: no, no. I counteract that.
1: Yeah.
0: As much as I don't disagree with that, but I feel like this track itself suffers from the track previous pres- tracks previous to it. Yeah. Because I think if he'd upped the game on the last tracks, or maybe even cut them, this keeps the album how I think he wanted it to be, which is grounded at the end of the day. He could have gone out with an absolute bang. Yeah. Look, it probably would have worked. Okay but I'm trying to give him some credit. Mm. I think in the honesty of his lyrics, um, sort of the simple simplicity of it, he goes out not by overdoing it with the expensive equipment that he's got at hand. Yeah. He sort of keeps it simple. He's letting you know that life is going on um, and he's learning. It's not like some epic conclusion. Um, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. I get what you're saying. I just I feel like... I think maybe it's because I think, I we think it's because ta- of talked, the previous tracks. Honestly, yeah, we talked about how uh, grand an opening, uh, a grand opening track sets the sets the mark. Okay. Uh, in a lot of these albums, right? Nee, nee, nee. Cut that. <laughs> um, and um, at the end, uh, a lot of the final tracks that we hear are of are often some of the best ones. True. Um, Rolling Stone. Motif, they don't even need to be huge tracks. I think of uh, Night Swimming, uh, Night Swimming, of course. I think of the one on the Lucinda Williams album, I can't remember the name of, but happens to be Jackson.
0: Night Swimming was not the final track, no, but it was the second to
1: last (laughs) track. I just remembered it was the second to last track. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sorry, you said
1: that, no, no, it was fine. (laughs) It was the second to last track, um. (laughs) And uh, Jackson as well on the Lucinda Williams the album. Boy. They don't necessarily have to go out with a huge bang, but they certainly should go out with a good Something. song. I think oh! is, oh, no, no, sorry. That was so no, rash. No, go on, go I on, think it's a song. I think it's a really me. good
0: song. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good closer. Okay. I think it's a, a solemn end to struggling to find true love. You need to up it because I was stealing the show. Yeah, you were 100% was, <laughs> And that's all I have really this sort of mildly poetic. But uh I'm still I'm still I've still got a hangover from the first couple of songs. Yeah, you can't and, help but uh, know how they, good they is. hang over the rest of this album and it takes away from this track. I think it's all right. I think it's probably the fifth best.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: But Nothing will match the earlier periods of this album. I'm thinking
0: maybe this.
1: Where's this going? Maybe. For
0: you? Oh no! <laughs> hold on! Hold on! I'm thinking maybe this track was written just before the album cover was taken, because you know it fits mm. that. Because I'm at the beginning, I was struggling to find anything that made why 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 would the album cover be so dark and just yeah, like, yeah. sort of uninspiring. Because the first five are so inspiring, first four.
1: Well, I think rather than usually an album cover is the is the introduction to the album, mm-hmm. rather than this one is the conclusion. Yeah, it's a conclusion. the conclusion, that's what I'm saying. It's the place he reaches at the end of this album. He seems content, but he's looking back into his past and he sort of looks over with like a sense of hope. So if the future.
0: you, so you're saying it's all right, I'm saying I didn't think it's a bad song, but I think, in context, it isn't as good because of the tracks before it. I've said it before. I think that it, it keeps the album grounded. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's that sort of hard li- hardline rock. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go to work tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Get on the combine harvester. And it starts again. And it starts again. Yeah. And put it on in the morning. You know. Um, the track itself is good. We don't have a final thoughts on the album now. Yeah, I think we should move. So, and what I'm saying about the album is. Yeah. First four tracks, I think it's one of the best albums I've heard so far. I yeah. was getting
1: ready to So far, in to the struggle. one in the one, yeah, the one, the one, the one we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck.
0: <laughs> Can't say that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking this is going to take a real dive to uh, to ruin. Yeah, but yeah. It does dive slightly. I mean, it takes a fair dive, which is a real shame because I think there's moments on it um, where he almost saves it. The lyrics, uh, again, like I feel like this is a therapy session we're listening to like a Heartland Rock, Springsteen, he's in therapy and he's just talking about his life. He's old, he's got this mature edge to it. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying hearing what he's talking about. But then I don't know why he goes so, he goes so sort of like damp squib at the end of it and it takes yeah. it away from me. Should we, wrap yeah. up? should we wrap up?
1: Yeah, I think we should. Um I think overall in this album, Favourite, where we're track, favourite it, track, favourite track, favourite track. Favourite track. It's pretty obvious, it's uh, strangest thing yeah it's it's, it's strangest <laughs> now, thing
0: now not obviously. yesterday the yesterday track won't always be no, it won't. the same it as favourite
1: I feel it's like we, you know we're both hungry hungry for fame so any track <laughs> it doesn't necessarily need to be the best one it just needs to be you know the one that's going to get us the most famous well if that's true um, then I'd be thinking of
0: a place oh
1: god um, <laughs> right yeah we'll go with strangest thing uh, so worst my,
0: track worst track I'm going for Yeah, I'm going to have to I'm go going with going, knocked off or knocked yeah, down or whatever it is knocked off <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, knocked off Bob Dylan uh, comes back on latest Actually, record you know, in war I'm not going to go
0: with down. I'm, go I'm going to go with clean living on I'm going to go with chains
1: right no I'm in not that, that kind of area clean living clean I'm living. going with clean living clean living's bad sorry um,
0: definitely and, clean living
1: uh, what's, what, what else have we got
0: I think let's just put it on the
1: list let's just put it on the list <laughs> <laughs> right, right where are you putting uh, it mate? where are you putting this n- it's a long deliberation i decided to put this number 100, 100.
0: best of all time
1: <laughs> oh my and that's the end of the podcast thanks
0: for listening happy valentine's
1: yeah happy valentine's see you, you, you next week
0: that. for ultra violent by Lana Del Rey